0: citizens of the galaxy there has been an awakening <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding guys we uh so talk is back sorry about the hiatus again we got a little busy finding jobs doing the job hunt we both went to back to school as we talked about before it was mostly my fault i was really <laughs> stressed out trying to find a job but i'm back get it back to do focus on things that uh, i love and that we love which is obviously star wars so i mean we're gonna finish up visions which we've been talking about for a while and then we're actually gonna get back into uh both Fett. we want to make some predictions of both Fett. we got some idiots already coming up uh we, we're excited we're excited about this episode so stay tuned yeah star wars talk for the average fan
1: Right, man so how, how are you doing Blake how,
0: how how are you how are you feeling tonight dude I'm I'm good I'm good dude this was dude honestly I'm so much I'm so relieved to have a new job and I'm excited I start in January finally uh I can say I'm a you know um, uh, I'm a developer I'm an engineer so I'm excited about it
1: that's sick dude just imagine the way you feel right now like how good you feel and compare it a little bit with how bad you felt like with jobs that you got denied from and declined yeah i know and then and then and then i want you to just think about how anakin
0: felt when he wasn't
1: given the rank of master
0: (laughs) (laughs) that is a good analogy that's perfect i i I get it do i get it now you understand why he he uh
1: he turned on the jedi oh probably a little too far but uh, no we're stoked for you this is awesome you know we're in uh we're in a new phase of life uh then when we first started Sabak talk um however long ago that was it's been a minute but we're stoked I, w- I hope that everybody else is excited as well because it's this is you know we're we're going towards our peak season here we're moving into um you know like the, we're moving into like open territory for Sabak talk which is we're about to have a new show that's going to be, you know, putting stuff out weekly. And so I'm really excited about that. We've, um, I think that it's been a little bit difficult and maybe like a little bit less interesting the way we've been structuring the podcast without that sort of regularity, that sort of uh, that frequent sort of new material to talk about. And so uh, since Mandalorian ended, but I think this is going to be sick. So I hope everybody knows that before we even start talking about visions, we are going to be back next week, December 29th. And we're going to be talking about Boba Fett every week, each episode, every week, and getting into it, Um, just like we did with The Mandalorian.
0: I know, it's going to be fun. I hope, I'm hoping, I mean, it seems like it's going to be better than Bad Batch, because I know we want to do that, but that didn't turn out as as well as we thought it was going to be. But Boba Fett seems like it's on a a different level, and I'm excited to see where this character goes. Obviously, we've talked about this before. Boba Fett doesn't have a lot of screen time and hasn't really done much. So I'm excited to see that uh, came in full effect and his full potential, full power. So I think it's going to be good.
1: All right. So before we get into that too much, let's talk about Visions. Let's wrap this yes. up. We're, we're, we're months behind everybody. Visions is like <laughs> in everybody's rear view mirror, but we got to talk about it. At least we got to like finish off what we started, which is talking about all the episodes of Visions. Um, if everybody remembers, we left off with the sixth installment of Visions. And now, so we're going to move on to the seventh, which is The Elder. Yeah. And so I'll, let's just start with that. Let's talk about The Elder.
0: Yeah, I got to say, I'm, I'm kind of sad Visions kind of died out. I'm like, I, I really was hyped about it and I really like it. Yeah. I, mean, still, I still really like it. I was just talking to my brother-in-law like two weeks ago and he says like he hasn't even finished all of Visions yet. And I was like, like this, like what a cool opportunity. And like, it's just so something so different we've never seen in Star Wars before. And like, I, I thought it was awesome. I'm excited. I hope they do more. Like, I, I want to yeah. see this kind of go somewhere. So I'm, I'm kind of bummed that it's like, it's honestly like forgotten about
1: yeah I agree with you and I would say like if I was given like a sort of like an overall review of visions it I would say it's like very positive as well as just like I'm just like excited about it. you know, oh you know what I'm just excited with new Star Wars material. <laughs> anything yeah. that Star Wars makes me excited anything <laughs> I'm just kidding anything, and if it anything, wasn't huh? and if it wasn't for Disney we wouldn't have any of this. So oh, we should God, all dude. be bowing down to Mickey Mouse. No um no, but That's this my, one really, I- this one really did get me excited. I didn't love every episode. You're going to hear about that right now. But like overall, I was like this, like it fits the name, like it's visionary because it's like pushing the bounds of what Star Wars is. And I feel like that's, that's comfortable or not comfortable, but that's like, that's like the spirit of Star Wars in a lot of ways is like pushing the boundaries. Like it pushed the boundaries of sci-fi and it pushed the boundaries of sort of what can be imagined and like our imaginations as people. And I feel like, you know, this, this has sort of done that in like a whole new and kind of really sort of, sort of, uh, sort of niche, but very uh, effective way. And so yeah. visions was cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I you said it perfectly. Um, so I, I guess, yeah, these last three episodes are my favorite, but like, I still, yeah, I still like the idea of visions and stuff. So, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the elder, what do you, what do you get? What do you, th- what do you like about the elder? What do you think overall? Um, okay. Yeah. I really liked the elder. I
1: thought it was cool. Okay, um, that's like the first thing. Um, I I was like I was really like excited while I was watching it, and like even now like I can't say I like can like fully. I'm not. I can't give you like a full, highly detailed review of like my thought on like every detail of the episode because it has been a little bit since I watched it. But I know that like I I enjoyed the Padawan Master dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I feel like we've been introduced to that relationship um, from the beginning with uh, Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker. And then like in the prequels, that was like really pushed home. And so I feel like that is a very natural and like really uh, just enticing sort of thing in Star Wars. Um, and I liked that a lot. And I also, I, I, I liked the star, or uh, not, what the hell am I talking about? I like the, I really liked the <laughs> lightsaber action in this one. I thought that it was, uh, it was like well animated and really cool in that regard. And um, yeah, I mean, that's not really all I can say. It was a cool episode. It wasn't as, it didn't like pull me in quite as much as some of the other ones, but I thought it was really cool. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. I, ha, let me, let me ask you, I know you just finished Master and Apprentice yeah did you how did because like this relation i mean I've, i haven't read it yet but like this relationship yeah like you had mentioned it, it reminds me a lot of i mean the dude even looks like qui-gon a little bit so it's like yeah it reminds me a lot of qui-gon and, Obi- and obi-wan when they were younger or mm-hmm. before like before episode one like how yeah I, since you've read that have you did can you give a little insight of like where, is that do you think that's what they're going for or how does their relationship look like? Because I mean, that's what it kind of seemed to me.
1: Um, it's interesting you bring up that book because, yeah, I just finished it, and you need to read it. And that it, know, it's, a, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant book. I um, uh, really loved it. If those who don't know, it's about Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Uh, I want to say like three, two or three years before the events of Phantom Menace, and that that book. It, it's actually this is this this Visions episode. I would say is actually really it has that same relationship with the tension, but the interesting, the interesting thing about master and apprentice is that it kind of turns the relationship on its head in the sense that, um, in their relationship, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, uh, the more sort of adventurous, um, kind of rebellious and sort of more kind of, uh, I guess unorthodox Jedi is the master Qui-Gon and the more conservative, sort of more, um, orthodox, uh, more uh uh i guess uh, meticulous jedi is the apprentice obi-wan um and so you kind of get the same sort of tension but like it's different sides and you have sort of the leader of the apprenticeship in qui-gon is this sort of rebellious spirit and he's and he's very he does things very differently and he he lives in a lot of nuance and he kind of just like He's he's really uh, he's really the kind of the, the loose cannon, and then o- Obi Wan is constantly like struggling throughout the book to like be okay with the way his master does things, and that's really interesting. And so this one I feel like is more similar to Obi Wan and Anakin, because okay. Anakin is like that loose cannon Padawan, True. and yeah, I okay. I actually almost felt like it was it was almost falling into that stereo not stereotype, but it was almost falling too much into the mold. Of, of anakin for the padawan um but i feel like you know at the same time like anakin's the quintessential jedi in a lot of ways he's like the quintessential like loose cannon go and get it jedi knight um that type of character and so i feel like the apprentice fell into that role kind of or like kind of like gave off those kind of vibes um very you know tenacious aggressive and and kind of all those characteristics and so yeah
0: um that's kind of what i would say there okay cool cool yeah that's what i mean i I guess the only reason i didn't really didn't i wasn't really feeling this one yeah it didn't really pull me in um Mm -hmm. i i guess yeah i just felt like it was i i don't i can't really put my my finger on why why i didn't really like it Mm. i just thought i mean i thought it was dumb how the they knew the the before like when they had landed the village told him that the the man from the ship had gone into the mountain and mm-hmm. then uh like the ship was still there and and the apprentice was like oh i'll go in the mountain i'm better with you know mountain terrain or whatever and it's like hey obviously this they felt like this really powerful force user and kind of dark darkness and he's gonna let the dude the master's gonna let his apprentice go up into the mountain by himself like that's just dangerous and that does not that's not smart in my opinion i mean mm, yeah i feel like you you would rather him go to the ship check out the ship while the master would go into the melon and i mean he almost did lose his life almost so i yeah. just thought i was like that's kind of dumb in my opinion but i mean i don't know i just i feel like i was i wanted more substance mm-hmm. i guess i want i wish i just wanted more and it's like just like it was just all one scene of oh yeah let's just go to the melon and then this big fight scene in the melon I don't know. I mean, that's, I guess that's kind of my take on it. it, it yeah. really did, I, I feel like it was just missing something. I, and I, like I said, I can't really put my finger on it, but um, like, I just felt like I was, it was lacking something, but Oh yeah. yeah. It wasn't like, I didn't hate it, but I just, I just wanted more. Yeah. I feel like it,
1: and maybe I'll throw something out there. I feel like it didn't really have many layers to it. Right. It was just totally, like,
0: yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Way it kind
1: of just had like one layer, like one thing happened. Whereas, like, I think about like the Ninth Jedi, you had like multiple plots going on at once, um, and several of these were that way, or they had, or they had some, they had some mystery to them, or it was like there was some sort of, yeah, something that was sort of mystified that you were you were trying to figure out, and yeah, yeah. Other, other things to like that te- the ways that tension was built and stuff to pull you in, um, that this one kind of lacked. But I I did I did like the dynamics of it a lot and the the animation of it and i i like the fight scenes and all that and so it was it was it was a fun one but it wasn't like to me it wasn't like the strongest okay Um, but i did like it and i also i also really i thought that um i don't know if you knew this but dave harbour did the voice of the elder the the old the old sith oh i didn't Um, know that yeah so if those who don't know dave harbour he's hopper in uh stranger things and he's also done like several other uh, roles black widow um hellboy and so yeah he i thought he did a great job kind of an, an interesting uh choice but i thought he did great yeah. uh, and uh so yeah anything else to say about the elder
0: i feel like i feel like there's like not a lot to dig my teeth into and so i don't have like a ton to say <laughs> oh yeah so i know it's like we i really have no no yeah i have nothing else to say about it all right cool well should we should we jump to the next one yeah just, for just cruising through here um
1: the next one is lop and ocho <laughs> what, what what are your thoughts on Lopin? Why am I, I don't know why I'm laughing.
0: <laughs> what are your thoughts on La <laughs> um, ocho I actually really like the, the idea and concept of this. Um I except for the ending I guess, which I can kind of get into, but I love the concept of seeing you know an empire run or a village. I mean, mm-hmm. it reminded me of Rogue One, you know, where the empire's there, there's re- rebellion starting and trying to kind of get control of their town their city again. Well, I love the dynamic of who is it? Is it Lop or is it I can't remember which one's which one's the uh, rabbit girl's name is it Ocho <laughs> or, or oh, is Ocho her robot. You're
1: kidding. Um I know, oh, I'm sorry.
0: Gosh. I think it's Lop. I mean, I, it's not import- it's not important, I guess, but I guess the, the the point I'm trying to make is I love the concept of at the end obviously the father passes on his lightsaber their family lightsaber to to lop and yeah i i loved that the kind of that history of them going and that talking about this oh this jedi came to this town and we passed this from generation to generation I, I loved hearing about that little that little history lesson i thought that was really cool yeah and i love that it was the, the the whole idea of your family isn't necessarily always your blood mm-hmm. it's who you, you know you actually care about and love and and that anyone could be a family. So I liked that mm-hmm. the, the, the daughter rejected her own family. And the father even said, "You know, I wasn't always the, the kindest to you because you were kind of an outsider, but you are our family. And I want to pass this legacy on to you instead of my mm. daughter who, who did reject me. And you've always been here. And I, I love that concept of that. I, I thought it was really, really, really well um, written and really well um, executed on that part. Yeah. And I'll speak to, um, I'm going to ask you about
1: the ending in a second, but um, I want to speak to, I I like the dynamics you're talking about as well. I really liked the scenes where he gives her the, the, um, the lightsaber. I felt like it was, it was another, like, I mean, every, every single one of visions, but this one was another one that kind of pays that homage to the, um, the samurai film and the sort of the samurai, even like the samurai, like ideas, you know, that inform the, the the writing of like what the jedi are and like star wars in general you know it takes a lot of influence from samurai culture and history and so i i I like seeing that because it kind of makes you feel a little connected um and the other thing i really liked about this episode that i think is important and really interesting is i liked the depiction of ocho that we got to see a little bit of a glimpse of the fact that you know she was from the same place, same family, but she was really convinced that the empire was doing the best thing for her city that she was from. Yeah, um, and you know, I I just think that that's really, really that like that really makes Star Wars fascinating to me is when you have this very real, it's real, very realistic. This you know, um, really, uh, yeah, textured political. Uh, tension that's going on right it it makes me think of you know our world to some degrees where you have different different sort of political leanings and things like that 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 happen um and we're all in close proximity with each other um and this just she just they just so happen to be living in an empire-occupied place but there's rhetoric and there's propaganda and there's and there's reasoning that's um that's embraced by people to embrace the empire Um, It's not just this very simplistic sort of uh, the empire is just there and they just take they just take charge. You know, there's people that believe in this. There's people that, you know, support them and and they have their reasons for doing so. Um, And and I and that complexity, I think, is really important in Star Wars because it keeps it keeps it fresh. It keeps it uh, meaningful. And so seeing that journey between these two characters, Lop and Ocho, to me, was the highlight of of this episode
0: yeah totally i totally agree i i really that was such a such a good dynamic they they really did well in this episode but then but then
1: again i, I will comment on this though because i don't want to like leave this hanging i didn't like i didn't like love the episode in terms of i didn't love the anime. i mean i love the animation all of visions but this wasn't one that i was like wowed by um, okay and i also was just like not super super um I guess it didn't, it didn't feel like super exciting. It wasn't, it wasn't as fun of an episode for me to watch. Um, But I did,
0: I did appreciate uh, the plot line of it a lot. I
1: thought it was really, really uh, intriguing. I want to hear what you have to say about the ending though.
0: Yeah, I guess the, I mean, just the fight scene at the end was just kind of annoying. Um, It's like that thing of the force, you know, you always talk about it. The force is like a superpower. uh, Yeah. How, yeah. All, all of a sudden lop gets the lightsaber and she can fight with the lightsaber really well and then she uses the force somehow uh, yeah and it's like okay where was that all these years ago this is like ray skywalker all over again of this overpowered person that just randomly gets the force and can do everything yeah. and then i mean even and in the ending fight scene she you know chops she slices ocho in the chest and then ocho's still alive like i was confused yeah. at that i was like hey wait and then she just like goes off and you know leaves i was like hey this doesn't make any sense like what how, how do you get chopped in the chest like that and, and survive <laughs> I, I don't know she had some so, darth maul energy <laughs> i know it's not, there's some back then in that thing she was wearing. It's like, <laughs> i don't know i just i, I just thought that was done the fight scene was my favorite um I okay yeah i would have rather have them better have better writing or something in like that but
1: yeah, change it up, and yeah, I mean, I, I obviously, I'm going to agree with you on that point about like the superpower of force thing. I feel like I, I feel like every t- every Sabak talk episode, I, I like that
0: gets brought up at some point. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's an epidemic, man. It's it's going around every all the new Star Wars. They don't understand the force, you know. It's, it's the it's new,
1: like- <laughs> yeah. I was going to say it's the new variant, but, um, that's it really me... <laughs> <is. laughs> <laughs> spread like wildfire, but no, it's true. And I want people to remember, like, you know, think about how, how, uh, slow the onset of Luke Skywalker was before he was able to really use the force, um, yeah. in combat, especially. Um, yeah, it took, it took a while. It took a long while and he made major mistakes even in the second film. Um, and so, yeah, it's, uh. It's there's something about it that just doesn't feel right to me. And so I agree with you there. Well said. Lapanocho, interesting one. Rabbit, rabbit. What do you think about the rabbit race? What are they? Uh, do I they like have that. a name? They have a name. I, know,
0: they, I, I don't think so.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm curious about them. You know, I love new alien races. This yeah, one was totally. definitely a little outside the box. Um, but I didn't hate it. So yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um so we want to jump to the last one
0: really quick? Yeah, yeah, dude. Let's 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 round this out. I I got I got some issues with this one, honestly.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, this, this one, this one, might, this one might be my least favorite of the entire visions, tattooing rhapsody, bro. Uh, uh, you like that one more than this one? Okay, it depends on how we define life. Like, <laughs> I feel like I appreciate. Tatooine Rhapsody more than I appreciate this one.
0: Okay, okay. Because I
1: appreciate that Tatooine Rhapsody was so original and they just like went for it. Whereas true, this really is yeah. like the exact opposite. Like th- I felt like this lacked originality a lot. It had some cool things, had some fun uh, dynamics to it, but it like, I mean, I'll just go out and say like this is I'll, I'll give you like the full my full sort of synopsis here. Um, I really. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Stop! <laughs> oh my gosh she, yeah she was like things like that that came out but like i think the biggest thing for me I, I liked the the journey part of it and i liked uh i actually liked the two like squire guys like the guys who were helping get them into the city i liked that there was this sort of like um the dynamic of them trying to sneak back in and exile and getting past the checkpoints all that was really interesting and fun to me sure yeah. Um. I liked the alien creatures. And I
0: actually liked
1: the Sith character. Um. What was the Sith character's name? Uh. It's a sushi roll. Uh.
0: A sushi roll. Mas- really? Masago.
1: Masago. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Masago is a sushi roll, right?
1: I don't know. Is it? Masago is uh, fish eggs. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fish eggs on, on a sushi roll. Anyway, a side thing. So the fish eggs, Sith, Lord, no, I'm just kidding. Masago. Um, <laughs> I like the character. I thought it was, I thought they were like kind of like a, a new and different depiction of like the Sith that was, and there was there was something kind of scary and ferocious that I liked. But like the whole the way that the whole thing ended with the, the fight scene and the turn to the dark side and like all that, like it fell really flat for me. I just I did not like it at all. I felt like it was like, oh, it, it was, it was like a kind of like a shakedown of Anakin's story where it's, you yeah, know, there's totally. a love interest and in an attempt to protect the love interest and breaking the Jedi code in doing so actually kills the love interest. Like, where have we seen this before? Um, I know. <laughs> so I didn't really, I didn't really like that, you know, and, and yeah, i I just felt like, yeah, like at the halfway point of this episode, like it was like a pretty steep downhill slope in terms of like quality um so yeah that that was kind of my my takeaway on it
0: no yeah i totally agree because yeah the whole the whole story you know he's haunted by these visions he's having um, yeah of him killing someone close to him and he's trying to prevent it and then when they go through that like forbidden land or whatever and Mm -hmm. that dude is left behind and the jedi goes back for him and he makes this big battle cry of no one's destiny is set in stone or whatever Mm -hmm. um i was like okay cool he's gonna change his destiny he's obviously haunted by his destiny yeah he's having these visions of killing someone and then he ends up killing her i was like hey what was the whole point of that scene then of him saying no one's destiny is set in stone i'll save him and he ends up saving him saving that dude and comes back and rejoins the group and i was like hey awesome like that's this is the theme of this episode is no one's destiny is set in stone you can you have the power to change your own destiny and then he didn't, he ended up killing her and then bringing her back to life, joined the dark side. I was like, hey, this is, this is stupid. The whole episode was pointless. Like, honestly, I, I felt like it was like completely missed the mark for me. And I was like, this whole episode was dumb. Like yeah. he shouldn't have even, he shouldn't have even gone back and tried anything. He just left it, left it how it is. And it probably would have ended up the same way. So it's like, it, I, I just thought it was not good writing in my opinion and also like i felt like it, it um yeah and i
1: i agree with you totally and i think that what Lop and Ocho did well even though it wasn't as enticing of an episode in some ways like in the conventional sense of like the fun adventure um it, it what it did well was it depicted like this nuanced and like complex depiction of like the empire and like sort of the dark side and i feel like this one had the exact opposite like there was no like i had no like why, like, why did he join her? Like, yeah. there was, I have no reason to like, feel like, what was his motivation? Like, <laughs> what was his motivation? Like, do, does he care? Does he, does he care? Does he think that what she's doing is good? Like, I think that people get in this mindset when they're watched, like a lot of media where it's like the bad guys in a lot of shows don't think that they're doing things good. Like they're, but in reality- people who do bad things often think that they're doing good things. Like they think that they're the good guys. Um, sure. Yeah. I can, I can see that. Do you see what I'm saying? And yeah. And, and, Lopin Ocho acknowledges that right. Ocho thinks that she's the good guy. She's like, I'm doing what's best for my city. Whereas in this one, it's just like, he just like all of a sudden just like starts following Masago. And I was just like, why? Like, what is your motivation? Like you just all because you killed this person, you're just like, oh, I guess I guess I better go Sith. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, it just, it, I mean, I just even like Anakin. Like Anakin, he talks about bringing justice and freedom to uh, the Empire, right? He he, and we know that he he believed in that from Episode Two. He had some belief about he had motivation, um, and he had other motivations for following Sidious, right? Uh, he had yeah. several. He felt like he was the only person in the world that he could trust. He felt like he could save Padme. He felt like he could bring a greater amount of justice to the Republic. He felt like the Jedi had gone wrong. Right? You get all these different reasons why he goes Sith, whereas this one, it's like this dude just did one bad thing, and so he just like goes Sith. Like that. It's just like oversimplifying <laughs> something that I feel like if, is like it, it's important to keep it to keep it not so simple. Um, and so I didn't like that either
0: yeah no that is that's a perfect description of it there was no reason yeah it made no <laughs> sense
1: yeah well i'm glad that we're on the, dude we've been we've been on like in sync on uh i feel like these three episodes more or yeah less.
0: That's, that's good i know we're, we, we are we haven't talked in a while so we uh <laughs> we, we have talked about t-
1: these for sure
0: we're communicating through the force you know <laughs> we're, we're yeah, in the sync for, the first yeah. diad <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh let me. Uh, I want to kind of do something new real quick. I just thought I'm, okay. I'm on IMDb right now. Okay. i want to i to tell you the ratings and see what you think because some of them I, I kind of disagree with. But okay, uh, we have so let's, let's, I'll just do all of them. The so the duel comes in at 8.5 stars. 8.5. Tat- okay. Tattooing Rhapsody, the lowest, 5.3. Uh, the the twins at 6.2 okay goddess. okay wait i gotta
1: say something really quick i'm sorry okay, i okay. i think that the twins is gonna come in behind akakiri for me just throw that for me personally okay
0: okay, okay. i i get it i i can I, I agree with that okay uh we got the village bride which is completely underappreciated in my opinion It's 7.5 okay Pretty crap that's crap that's a crap rating the ninth, <laughs> jedi, <laughs> the ninth jedi is the highest at 8.6 Really? Got, oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, but it, be, it beats the duel by 0. 0.5 or 0. 0.1. We got Tob one at 6.1, the Elder at 8.0, Lop and Ocho 7.2, and Akira
1: okay. 6.3. Okay, interesting. And what was the Twins again? 6.2?
0: The Twins was 6.2, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, those
1: are, those are some interesting uh, star ratings. I mean, not any of them really, they're not, not like any huge outliers other
0: than Tatooine Rhapsody, I
1: guess. Um,
0: yeah, Tatooine Rhapsody is, is the word. The Elder is what makes me upset. There's there's no reason it should be an eight, in my opinion. Um, I think it's pretty good, but I I wouldn't even go higher than like a 7.0, honestly. No way it's better than The Village Bride. That has, the Village Bride has so many layers and so, yeah. such, good, such good lore in it, so I feel like people don't even understand that
1: yeah yeah see the lore thing is a whole nother side of it that we have i haven't even brought up tonight but yeah the lore side of like village bride and and stuff like that is really really i, I think really fun and same with Lopinocho. Um, yeah you got some that have really interesting lore um what was tob1 i didn't even i don't even remember what you- what did you 6. say 6.1
0: <laughs> which is pretty low uh,
1: that is pretty low i mean it's not surprising though like i think i mean do any of those ratings surprise me not really that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Knowing the Star Wars fandom and just knowing like how viewership ratings are kind of uh, yeah. divvied out on IMDb, um, that's not surprising to me. I mean, if it, it it makes, I mean, like interestingly enough, like the only one I think that has been nominated for any sort of awards at this point, and not all the award shows award shows have announced their nominees yet, um, is the duel. Yeah, I I it just was nominated. Saw that one. It was nominated for something a couple of days ago, um, which like to me. Matt has the most impressive animation um, in the series, was the duel. Yeah. Uh, just in terms of animation, but... Um, so what, would you say that Village Bride was your number one? I mean, we, we yeah, don't want I, to do a full ranking, but I would love to hear what like, maybe your number one-ish uh, was, and then maybe... I mean,
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, e- easily top three, I think, in no particular order right now, Ninth Jedi, The Village Bride, and The Duel. I think that's those are easily uh-huh. the, best, the best envisions. I, I really do love The Village Bride and the dynamic and the story and, you know, the reluctant Jedi, the reluctant Padawan turned Jedi. I love mm. that dynamic and that storyline. So I think I will go with The Village Bride as my favorite.
1: I like that. I like that choice. You know, I think for me, not that you asked, but I'm just going <laughs> to... Um, no, no, we, we have time. <laughs> no time? All right, fine. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. No, tell me. No, I think for me, like similar top three, uh, I, I would go with, and I don't know how I would rank between Village Bride and the Duel, to be honest. But I think my number one's probably the Ninth Jedi. I really like the Ninth yeah. Jedi a lot.
0: Ninth Jedi is um, amazing.
1: Yeah, it was. It felt like the one that was the most like full. Um, it was totally, a really and full... it could still
0: definitely continue. Like there could be oh, definitely yeah. more storyline. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I really enjoyed
1: that one, and I and and then like the last Duel and and Village Bride, I feel like are the ones that are up there for me. Um, but honestly, I really loved i the other ones that I really loved were um, I really loved, you know, TOB1. Yeah. Uh, I, I liked Lop and Ocho. Um, I didn't hate The Elder. And then the ones that I didn't like as much were definitely The Twins,
0: Tatooine Rhapsody,
1: and Akakiri.
0: Yeah, those are bottom three for me, too, easily.
1: <laughs> there we go, dude. We are so in sync right now. <laughs> Well, that's visions, everybody. Let's uh, let's talk about what's new in Star Wars, uh, specifically Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, um, I'm excited. I I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I'll say this. Um, my prediction. I'm I'm a little. I don't. I'm a little sus of the storyline. Uh, I don't, I mean, obviously yeah. the tra- The trailers haven't given us much. Yeah. But I just. Re- I really hope. It just seems out of character for, cause I know a lot of people think like Boba Fett is going to clean up Tatooine or clean up the streets. But I don't think that I feel like that's so out of character for him. And maybe, yeah. maybe a fall in the Sarlacc pit did change his character. He realized this is not the life for him, but yeah. to me, the statement of him sitting on the throne at the end of Mandalorian, it just shows that he's, Clean he's gonna clean house. He's gonna ro- get back all the people that wronged him and he wants to be the king of the underworld. That's that's my opinion. I don't mm-hmm. know. I I, I I don't know if I really do want him to change character and be like, oh, this good guy. I feel like that's I don't I feel like I don't really, I don't really want that. Um mm-hmm. so I so I feel like my prediction is like it's just gonna be like action-packed and kind of less storyline, which if if I'm thinking about Boba Fett, I'm, I'm kind of fine with because I'm down to just enjoy action sometimes, and I think this yeah. would be a, p- a perfect opportunity for that. That is true, yeah, and I do think that that's going to be a big element of it. You know, you know
1: what my thoughts are. I I think you bring up like a really good point. It's hard. It's hard to have like a good storyline that is like the main character is the bad guy.
0: Yeah, um, because right?
1: because like yeah, people want to people just naturally want to hear stories about the good guy and like want like that's just like what we gravitate towards and so i think that but like the thing is like boba fett is not a, he was not a good guy he was never like the sinister one he's not a sith or anything but he just yeah, looks out for himself
0: because he's like a bounty hunter right like that's that's the essence of a bounty hunter is they just do things for hire they don't they don't pick sides they just whoever pays them more that's what they do so it's like I feel like he really has no connection or really moral value. I guess they, he we, we kind of saw some morals in Mandalorian of him helping Din Djarin out of freaking rant, like out of the blue, which I felt like was so weird out of character for him. But I don't know. I hope we don't get more of that. Oh, I'm a good guy now. And let me go yeah. do all this good stuff. I, this doesn't seem right to me.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And yeah, I felt like there were some things where like we, we just, and you know what else? Like we just, we got so little of him in the original trilogy that like we don't really know, know yeah what he's in, like, what he's all about, like what his motivations are and things like that. What I would, what I think, when I think of that, what I would love to see, and I think could be really interesting. I think there's two ways, and I don't think either of these are going to happen. But I, unfortunately, I think there's two different ways that this could go where it could be really interesting in terms of storyline. And number one would be some of like, some of like, I guess like the same arc as some of like the best like gangster movies that are out there in the world. Like think of. I don't know, like American Gangster. If anybody's ever seen American Gangster, yeah, I was just thinking about that. <laughs> or Goodfellas, or ca- Casino. Um, those are both Scorsese's. Or um, th- those, those are the ones that come to mind right now. So these, like these mobster movies, gangster movies, they the main characters are bad guys, and they it's all about sort of the drama of their lives and them managing and doing their thing. I mean, even The Godfather, right? But it, there's an arc and it usually ends in their downfall. Yeah, um, okay. American Gangster ends in his downfall. And Goodfellas, um, Casino, right? They, those, those three, at least. They had, there's this arc of, you know, they reach a peak of like wealth and power. Um, and then, and then they, they have a downfall. Um, and that leads to their destruction. I think that could actually be really interesting with Boba Fett. Like he takes over. There's intricate, like really intense um, dynamics that are going on as he sort of runs the underworld, and and eventually he has a downfall. Um, I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd be a great storyline for Boba Fett.
0: Yeah, I would love that. I I, I also too doubt that'll happen because he's yeah. a fan favorite. He's a fan favorite. No one wants to see that, honestly.
1: But everybody, I mean. <laughs> I know it doesn't happen in Star Wars, but, like, people need to die in yeah, these fictional worlds. Oh like, God. it helps, like, it helps everything when characters die. <laughs> well, at the right time and in the right way, you know? <laughs> um, it's re- it can be really meaningful, like, in terms of storytelling. And so I think that could be on the other, I, could be that, I think that would be really interesting. The other direction I think the story could go that would be really interesting instead of us just watching him as like this new reformed person um, and doing things that way with whatever new set of values he has um, we actually see the story of him developing those values. Right. That he's maybe he starts off in a certain place um, in terms of what his motivations and values and morals are. And he experiences an arc um, and a change of character because of one thing or another, where by the end of it, Um, he is sort of changing and becoming more um yeah more of more of a hero um which would be more interesting if it was done in a meaningful way i think like where we actually it's not just like it's not just like something very surface level where it's like oh i care about people now but it's like something where it's like he's (laughs) he's experiencing like the the difficulties and the ups and downs of like a moral journey right
0: okay
1: yeah um I think that could be really interesting as well. I don't necessarily... I think that's probably more likely than the, the other one I said, but I still don't know if that's going to happen.
0: <laughs> I think it'd be really cool to see... Um, obviously, we know Cobb Vanth is still on Tatooine, right? I think that'd be sick if yeah. he gets... I think we it'd be sick if they get butt heads a little bit of, uh, and kind of see a dynamic there of... They're not obviously total enemies, but maybe they could become... Enemies and Cobb Banth is this marshal and he somehow has to fight back or something. I would I would like to see that. I think that'd be cool to see Cobb Banth. I thought he was a good character. Yeah. And I would I'd be down to see you know him and Fennec Shan go at it. And there's I mean there's a lot going on in Tatooine. We know that. Uh, yeah. so I I'm curious I am curious to see what they're gonna do because it, it was Tatooine is such an interesting city, such a cool place. Um, and it's obviously the heart of every you know, sequel trilogy or not sequel trilogy? I'm saying every trilogy is takes place, and it, it, it's such an intricate piece of the Star Wars universe. So, I'd be down to see all the stuff we didn't get to see in the originals. and I guess this would be after the originals, but just like details that have happened after, like not re- dealing with a Jedi or Sith uh-huh. um, in the underworld. I think it'd be sick.
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, it would be really cool is if he has such a strong change of character that by the end of like one of the seasons, he changes his name to Boba Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I got oh, a, I got a question for you. What do you think about, um, what do you think about the like catchphrase that's been like heavily um, put out there, which is the, the- Jabba ruled, by fear, I plan to rule with respect or by respect I'm not even saying it correctly, Uh, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I've Jabba ruled by fear. I'm going to rule by respect.
0: That I guess that even that itself denotes a change of character, I guess. Uh, Mm -hmm. The, the, that, that reminds me a lot of Thrawn. I always talk about Thrawn because I love him so much, but you know, Mm -hmm. Thrawn, he leads by example. He leads by respect. People serve him because they want to, you know, impress him. They want to do him because they know he's such a good leader they 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 want to serve. They don't serve out of fear like they did Vader or or Tarkin or the the Emperor. It's like they're scared of what's gonna to happen to them. They they want to do it because they love them. They care about them. I mean he he and in the Mandalorian right. He just he kills um what's his face on the throne like instantly mm-hmm. um and so it's like he's not he he hasn't had a total change of heart of like oh yeah I'm gonna spare your life. So I I honestly don't know what to expect and. Him ruling him ruling out of respect is is the way to do it right you're gonna show respect give people an opportunity to respect you back but if you don't then you have to you know enforce your rule or enforce your rules so I don't know what do you think
1: I I'm trying to I'm trying to you know I don't know I don't even know how much I want I, mean, I want to look into it that's kind of why I asked you about it uh, but at the same time I'm like I, I'm like kind of skeptical of Disney if this is just like, like a catchphrase that's just sort of just w- like word salad kind of a thing you know like it's <laughs> it's just like i don't know it's just kind of w- i don't know it's kind of weird to me i don't know it doesn't seem like that's like from this from the rest of the trailer we can already see it doesn't it seems like there is a fear aspect to it obviously there's like totally a, yeah yeah and and I'm i'm curious though as to where it's gonna go like you know we had I think that it can go along. it could go a long way. Like maybe it's going to be like a central facet of the story is like him sort of trying to rule in like a different way. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of curious about it. It's just one of the things that every time I see it come up, I'm like, what are they like, what, what are they trying to get at with that? I, and I'm just not sure.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, have you heard the other rumors about uh, Mace Windu coming into both <laughs>
1: Uh, I think I saw like one little post or something, but like, I mean, what am I supposed to do with that? Bullshit? I, mean- I know <laughs> <laughs> the,
0: the, on, the only thing I think would be good about it. Obviously, we all know how I feel, Mace Windu. I would just I think it would, be, it would be such an interesting dynamic to see. Oh, you killed my father, here I am again. What are you gonna do with me? And Mace Windu being Mace Windu, the total dick that he is, I would just love to see Boba Fett kill Mace Windu. I think that'd be awesome, but. Hmm. also i also do want mace windu to remain dead i i think he shouldn't we shouldn't just keep bringing people back to life so i'm i'm i would rather him stay dead but i think it'd be cool to see also boba fett just wipe the floor with mace windu i would love that but interesting yeah (laughs) (laughs) the thing i I i'm I'm a little biased obviously yeah
1: i know but i i mean mace windu represents a lot of things that are wrong with the jedi i i do have issues with the people coming back from the dead uh, excessively and also, yeah. like, across trilogies, like, uh, it's getting a little bit, it's getting, it's getting to be a little bit much with, like, the people that just, like, disappear between trilogies. Totally. Um, like, like... They're there, like they're there, in between movies, in the prequels, and in between the prequels and the originals, and in between the originals and the sequels. But they don't show up in any of the movies. It's just like <laughs> I don't know about this, you know. And, but and not just because they're like side stories, but like they're like they're right in the thick of it, and they're like friends with like the people that are in the movies, but they don't show up in any of the movies or, or even mentioned. You know, yeah. it's 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 kind of making the whole universe feel a little bit uh, just weird.
0: Cramped yeah
1: yeah and so i don't i don't i hope it doesn't happen i haven't looked into the rumors that much i don't know why people are saying that but yeah i really hope that doesn't happen i would not i would not be a fan of that at all well that that's a good segue though should we jump into like some like idiots array more deliberately like uh like what we think might happen or any sorts of other predictions
0: um, I guess I guess I sort of uh, yeah I should I should have said the idiots ray our, our tagline um, I mean yeah
1: you brought up Cobb Vanth already you didn't even you didn't even say uh, idiots ray. Know, do stupid. you do you think that's
0: gonna happen with Cobb Vanth um, probably not yeah if I if I'm being really honest with myself I I think no Cobb Vanth obviously is in this tiny little podunk town and it's like really far away from like the central most obviously the central hub of Tatooine. Mm-hmm. So I could I don't see him coming into play and it's unless and like why would even Boba Fett want to rule that little podunk town? So I think that I don't I don't think I think he'll be left alone. I would love to see Call Vance. I don't think it'll happen. I'm I'm excited okay. to see Fennec Shand again. I love Fennec's character, this cutthroat assassin. Uh and it'll be interesting to see their dynamic, her and Boba. I hope they don't have a love interest. I think that'll be stupid. But yeah, I I really do think. It'll just be an action-packed show. If I mean, we saw episode 14 of the Mandalorian, and everyone loved the episode, even though it was like terrible writing. But it was like just because oh. it was action, it was action jammed, action packed. And people were waiting freaking 30 years for this moment of to see Boba Fett in action. So, and I think that it was well received. So people, I think that they're gonna run with that and be like, oh yeah, let's do Boba Fett that fight scene every single episode of this jam-packed. Balls-of-the-wall fight scene where odds are against, completely against both Let's just show how badass he is. And he can kill all these people, 10 people within two minutes or whatever. So I don't know. I think it was be full action and it'd be a lot like the, the, the writing will take a little bit, a little bit of a backseat um, until they maybe kind of figure out what direction they want to kind of go with this. Uh, so yeah, that's my prediction.
1: Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to throw out, I'm going to throw, I'm going to be a little bit more specific. I don't know if this is a spice dream or an idiot's race. Right. Spice dream, meaning something <laughs> I want to happen um, or if something that I'm actually predicting, but something I would love to see and I hope happens is I would love to see for some reason or another, I would love to see Boba Fett go back to Camino. And just, I don't know, like I know, we know, I know that like the, you know, um, that the facilities are all gone and stuff. Maybe, maybe just to like one of the Kaminoan cloning facilities. Like, I feel like that could be really interesting. That would um, be really cool. And in terms of Idiot's Array predictions and stuff, I'm very curious if, if and how at all they might tie any of this back to prequel era stuff. So that's something that I've been thinking
0: about. So, cool. yeah, I would like that. That's something that's on my mind. Um, maybe, maybe show some kind of respect for Django. J- maybe he has like a see some, I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, Tamuna Morrison play, uh, both of them. I I love, he's a great actor. So, and he can easily play both roles. So it'd be cool to see some flashbacks maybe, or some video logs, holograms of Django Fett. Maybe he can kind of show their more, their more relationship a little bit more. I guess it'd be when he was a really little kid though. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that'd be cool. Show some respect for his father and trying to yeah. uh, live up, live up to his dad's expectations or something. That'd be, be kind of cool. That would be, that would be awesome. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what else
1: I've got in terms of like predictions necessarily. Um, it's hard to like, it's hard to make any like really solid predictions The you know, the trailer actually doesn't really give a whole lot away.
0: Yeah. It's, weirdly it's, enough. It's, I know it's really, it's very vague and it's really short. You
1: know, one thing that does come to mind though is it's interesting trying to like pull, this is this this whole book of Boba Fett thing is making it actually like quite difficult to pull together the different eras of Star Wars and to like really believe that these are all the same character, if that makes sense. Like he, to me, he looks so different than the Boba Fett in the original trilogy. Do you, do sure. you see that? Like, does yeah, it seem that yeah. way to you? Yeah. Yeah, to me, it seems that way. Um, so that's something that I've kind of like, Cautious about going into it. I'm just kind of like,
0: eh.
1: I wonder. Oh, I got a question. Do you think that we might see what's the character's name? The character that runs the uh that has the the spaceport spot that uh the one that oh, takes P-
0: takes care of Grogu Pel- a little bit, Pelly Motto? Yeah, do you think we could see her? That'd be cool. I don't know. Maybe see what she's I mean, up to. Seems... give some comic relief. Maybe sometimes <laughs> it
1: seems pro it seems like reasonable i mean they're in the same city and there is there is like a shot in the trailer where you see the um you see like a pit droid getting spun around Um, and so you know her pit droids were like a big part of her yeah yeah whole her whole dynamic so that's
0: another thing we might see i don't know how do you how do you feel about them renaming the ship though what renaming the ship what are you talking about they got rid of the slave one name oh did they really It's just called like Boba Fett Starship now or something. Because of the word slave. Because of the word slave, they got they changed the name. What? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um,
1: I'm surprised that didn't make more news because I feel like that's the type of thing that a lot of people would like be upset about. The fact that it's not slave one anymore.
0: Yeah. I mean, Um, I think. Yeah I think it's kind of annoying. I I I understand the reason behind, reasoning behind it uh but at the same time it's like it's the like the the whole purpose of that slip that ship it wasn't like a slave a slaver ship. I mean the history behind the ship is like it was just from a prison and you know Jango Fett took it like stole it from a prison and it was a yeah. prototype and it's like the only one of its kind so it's not even it has nothing to do with really like slave like slaving at all or so i don't know i i think it's kind of weird that they changed it even is but i don't know
1: interesting sorry i just right when you said that i like pulled up a little article and i might edit some of this but it it, has it been made official because this episode that i'm looking at from it still has the same name oh no yeah the lego lego set is not called slave one yeah, that, that is, I, I kind of would agree with you on that. Um, but then again, I don't want to put words in the mouth of people, like people, I don't have like a lot of slaves in my descendancy, none that I know of. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, and enslaved people. And so if there's people that are, you know, have that in their background and that, and that's something that, you know, is off-putting, but at the same time, it's like, is there a way to just acknowledge that? And then, and, and also to like hold that and then, and not sort of, alter things but at the same time it's like it doesn't really hurt it doesn't really hurt me that much like it's like it's just the name it's still the same shit that's true Yeah. you know and it's and it's not like it's the name of a character it's not like it's some like it's to me it's not that big of a deal so interesting i have to look into it more though because i haven't i have not looked into it very much because i didn't even know about it but i guess it happened in august yeah (laughs) wow that tells you how much tells you how tapped into to uh, star wars i've been
0: holy cow (laughs) I, I, I hear I have something here it says it's it was renamed to fire spray. Yeah, I think that's what I was just looking at as well,
1: which is kind of annoying. They should have changed the name to Seismic Charge.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh I did love seeing the inside of that ship in the um I know, so cool. And yeah, in Mandalorian. And so hopefully we see some more stuff like that as well um yeah boba fett i mean we. i don't have much else to say it's so weird like i feel like it's there's not there's not like a ton given away in the trailer um and yeah it's just going to be another another installation of a star wars and so yeah i'm fine I'm, I'm
0: excited I, i'm excited to get back into it man we got some stuff like right around the corner and like i know next year or so it'll be fun
1: oh yeah so let's let's just like what what is 22 is going to be going to be a year a year and a half of worth of star wars material in one year it's going to be a haul yeah so we're looking at star wars we're looking at and help me if i if i mess this up here we're looking at book of boba fett Andor, kenobi and ahsoka is that all in 2022 uh, I believe so. That's bananas. We Sabok Talk is going to have a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is this is the year of us, dude. We're going to blow up <laughs> the year of us.
1: Um That's just that's just wild. That is a lot of Star Wars for one year. Um, and there is there other thing like is the is the next season of Mandalorian then coming at the at
0: the end of 2022? I, yeah, I, yeah, like, like December holy, thing, right? Or, holy, or it might have got put. Actually, I think it might have got pushed to January. And or
1: mandalorian season three might have got pushed rogue squadron that's that's under production but it's supposed to come out in 2023 okay yeah and we don't actually know when ahsoka comes out do we Has like has it has it have they gone through photography i mean obviously we know that kenobi has has gone through like they're i mean i think that they're pretty pretty far along and so it's gonna be a huge year for us and
0: i it's gonna be awesome i'm really excited this is where the fun begins (laughs) <laughs> that's right uh,
1: wow hope everybody's excited to kick it off we're going to have like I said at the beginning of the episode weekly episodes or I mean I'm assuming Boba Fett's coming out weekly every episode that comes out we're going to be coming out with an episode within a couple days um, with every episode of Book of Boba Fett that comes out we are going to be coming out with a podcast episode within a couple days and I'm thrilled about it it's going to be great so let's wrap this up here, Blake. Um, I don't really have a whole lot else to say about Boba Fett. I don't have a lot to say about visions anymore. I loved it. I'm excited for Boba Fett. I'm excited to do episodes and we got one coming out next week. Another one. I know it's going to be our let's next go. episode. Let's is, go, man. It's going to be sick. It's going to be episode one review book of Boba Fett. Episode one.
0: Yeah. Let's stay get it. tuned and stay tuned for, uh, part two episode three still still in production
1: yeah uh you don't want to miss this still in production review of revenge of the sith <laughs> take it easy everybody